Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back. Today, I am going to be talking about that perfect time to hire in your business. Long story short, there's no perfect time. I'm going to burst that bubble right off the get-go because that's that's the reality of it. And I get asked this a lot, you know, Instagram DMs, a couple of emails, a few voice notes over Instagram as well, just from people, you know, saying, oh, I think it's time, but I don't know, not sure what to do, not sure how to go about it. So I thought that I would just address it in this podcast episode because it's a pretty common thing that people are wondering. People are scared. Uh, They are scared to take the leap or they don't take themselves seriously enough. Uh, They don't see their business as a legitimate one, I guess, or big enough to warrant needing staff. I come across a lot of people like this as well. Um, They are run off their feet busy. They can't grow anymore unless they raise their prices exponentially. And they're just not convinced that they are busy enough to need staff or, you know, they're just a control freak and they want to do everything on their own. And, you know, hiring people and handing over control of certain parts of my business and effectively delegating things uh, has been a really difficult thing for me to do over the years. And look, I'm still working on this every day. My first instinct is always to do the thing myself because it's quicker and easier if I if I do it and there's less chance of things going wrong. But yeah, I have to constantly tell myself, no, that can be handed off to Jess or no, that can be handed off to Sarah or even other people in my family, my husband or my kids, getting them to do chores around the house. Um, it may be painful when they stuff it up, but in the long run, you will be better off if you can hand over some control to other people. And it is the fastest way to grow. So, Some of the main things that people are really, really afraid of when they sort of open themselves up to taking the leap to hire is, number one, they're going to come in and work for you for a little while and then they're going to leave and steal all your clients, start their own business and they're going to steal all of your clients. Now, yes, people do this. I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it staff can do this. It has happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people I know, but it's not as bad as what you make it out to be in your head (laughs) before it happens. At the end of the day, people can come in and, you know, learn what they can from you, build up a little bit of a clientele, gain experience and leave and start their own business and steal clients. But really, how many clients are they realistically going to steal? I've had someone, I think, that took about, uh, I want to say 15, 15 regulars. And this was the first time something like this had happened to me a couple of years into me uh, starting my business. And 
even though it was devastating at the time and I thought that my business was going to go under, it certainly didn't because 15 clients or 15 lash clients, so just say they're regular volume lash wearers and they're coming in for an hour-long refill every two to three weeks, uh, it's only 15 hours work for one person. And at this stage in my business, I had, I think, three or four staff and, you know, stealing 15 clients wasn't the end of the day. They certainly left a lot more clients than what they took with them. And we were already struggling just to absorb her leftover clientele. So, at the end of the day, it was actually the least of my worries that she'd taken about 15 people because I couldn't have accommodated them anyway and they may have ended up going out to another salon. They might have ended up going elsewhere anyway because they couldn't get an appointment with us. Um, so really, like I said, it's not going to break you and it's certainly not as bad as what we make it out to be in our heads beforehand. That's that's probably the biggest one. And I find that a lot of well-meaning friends and relatives will tell you this. Oh, you know, why why put on staff when, you know, they're just going to end up stealing all your clients? I hear it so often. And also, not everyone wants to have their own business. I know that, you know, you're listening to my podcast. You're here. You might follow me on Instagram because you want to grow. You're a business owner and you want to grow your business, but not everyone wants to do that. There's a lot of people out there that do just want to go to work and then go home and forget about it. They don't want to have the stress that goes along with having their own business. They don't want to have to market themselves on social media. They don't want to do all the reconciling and book work. They don't want to deal with the customer complaints. Uh, so there are a lot of people out there that are just happy getting you know, a regular paycheck and they don't really have to go above and beyond and do anything else to get paid. So don't forget about that one as well. Uh, the next one would be that staff are hard. That's the main consensus out there that Staff will be the hardest thing uh, that you have to manage in your business. And, you know, that is fair. It is hard managing multiple people. But I like to say choose your hard because it can be very, very hard working, you know, 50 plus hours a week on clients, you know, every week and having your income completely stop if something happens to you or you want to take a holiday. So, yeah, 100%. It is hard managing people, but it's a different kind of hard to working on your own. So, choose your hard. Also, while it can be difficult and, you know, you're often posed with a new set of challenges <laughs> every week uh, when it comes to managing people, I've found that most people have the best intentions and I've met some really, really wonderful people over the years that have worked for me in my salon. So, I don't see it as too hard at all for those reasons. Another reason is that the investment or the cost, I like to say investment rather than cost because I do see training staff 
as an investment. But, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, it's not worth putting the time in and money and all money to training someone up to get them up to scratch to work in your business because they're going to leave one day. And yeah, it does suck. You know, if you put a lot of time and effort into someone and they turn around and leave a couple of months down the track, um, you're certainly not really going to see a big return on investment there. But I like to think that most people would hang around for a little bit longer than a few months. And especially if you have a really great salon environment that they enjoy working in and you're a good manager and it's a good mix of people on the team, I think that, you know, people do tend to hang around a little bit longer. I think the the least amount of time I've ever had anyone work for me is about six months. And when I actually added up the cost of all of the training and, you know, my time that I'd put into her, and I looked at all the money she'd made me over the six months that she was there, I still made a lot of money out of her. So, it was definitely worth the time and investment into her training. And on the flip side, if you have someone stay with you for years, they will make you a lot of money. So, if it takes you a couple of months to get them up to scratch and, you know, their timing is good and, you know, they're offering all of the services that you provide in your business, you know, they could make you hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. My team make me in excess of $100,000, well in excess of $100,000 each per year. So, I definitely wouldn't spend that much in training, you know, when when I'm getting them up and running. So, I see the investment into training and, you know, you might have to set up a whole new room in your business or a whole new station and stock it. And a a lot of people will just think that the cost is too great, but I definitely don't see it as a cost. I see it as an investment and it's often a very good return on investment for me, which hopefully would be for you as well. And yeah, some people are just scared of fast business growth. So, they will they will hold back from it. So, it especially happens to people that are a little bit slower with making decisions. Um, it can be very, very scary to move quickly, especially, you know, when you are booked out and, you know, you don't really feel you've got enough time to think about or even train somebody else, you know, they're going to really hold back on hiring. But quick fix to this one is you just have to get over it. (laughs) If you do want to grow your business, you have to hire. You cannot continue to do everything yourself for years on end. And I'm going to go into that a little bit more in a moment. But now I just wanted to go over a couple of signs that you're ready to hire. You may have convinced yourself that you're not. You may have thought about it entertained, you know, the thought a little bit, but then got scared off, talked yourself out of it. And then six months later, thought about it again. But definitely if any of these are happening to you in your business or all of them, um, sometimes all of them happen, it probably means that you are 
very much in need of hiring a team. And you can just do it slowly. You don't have to go out and hire multiple people at once. Um, But certainly one person is definitely going to help you out and really get you on your way to faster business growth. So the first one is that you are consistently retaining at least 80% of your clientele. So that means that 80% of your bookings, your existing bookings, have future bookings with you already. So you've only got about 20% of your time over the coming month or six weeks that's spare. So that really doesn't leave a lot of time to book in new clients. So if you are, you know, running some reports in your booking system and at least 80% of your time is booked up over the coming months, it's probably a really, really good time to hire because you don't want to wait until you are at capacity because then we do silly things like hire out of desperation and, you know, are more likely to choose someone that's potentially not the right fit and even choose them based off, you know, skills alone, skills and experience alone, which is not always a great move. So if you are pretty booked And, you know, you can see over the coming months that at least 80% of your time is already gone. It's already got existing bookings booked into it. Probably time to really seriously consider hiring someone. The next one is that you have no time to work on your business. You're too exhausted to do any of the important stuff that really keeps your business running smoothly or growing into the future. So a lot of things that might start to go by the wayside are social media posts, stories, systems, like building systems that makes things a little bit easier for you. Uh, You might feel as though you are constantly putting out fires. And what I mean by this is, for example, your... You're fixing things up when they go wrong, you know, not having enough time to order stock. So you're just doing it on the fly and then you're not really managing your inventory properly, running out of products that you need for certain services. And then you might have to reschedule a client because, you know, for example, you haven't got enough lash lift solution to provide their service or you forgot to get back to someone and then they got really cranky with you because they really needed an appointment by a certain date or you told them that they were booked in and you forgot to actually book them in into your booking system and then they rocked up to your salon and you didn't have them in your booking system. So then, you know, you've got to stay late and fit them in to keep them happy. So that's what I mean by putting out fires. You feel like you're just constantly run ragged. You haven't got any time to do the things that are going to improve your business or make it grow bigger in the future because all you're doing is spending most of your time providing services. Number three, you're turning away new clients because you just cannot fit them in. Even worse, (laughs) and I'm certainly guilty of this, is saying yes to new clients because you don't want to lose new business and then you end up working ridiculous hours like, you know, you're staying till 11.30 at night 
three nights a week or you're coming in at 7am on a Saturday to fit extra people in or maybe you're coming in on your normal day off to fit extra people in because you don't want to lose business but you haven't really got any spots for them in your regular working hours. So yeah, you're either turning them away and they're going elsewhere or you are bending over backwards to fit them into places where you normally wouldn't be working. So that's definitely a sign that you need to hire somebody because you're losing money. You're leaving money on the table. If you're turning people away, uh, you are leaving money on the table. Obviously, you know, your business is generating enough interest that you've got lots of new people contacting you all the time to book in with you. But if you can't service them, you are leaving money on the table. So, imagine how much more money you could be making If you had somebody else working alongside you that could provide those services to all of those new clients. And number four is one that a lot of us don't really see coming, but it is so, so common and it's not fun. So it's burnout and burnout can look like a lot of different things, but definitely I know that you might start feeling like you just want to give up, like it's all too hard. Maybe I shouldn't have started my business. I didn't think that it was going to be this difficult. You know, you might start having really negative feelings towards your clients. Even if they've done nothing wrong, you might just start to think, oh, it's a bit of a drag or you're counting down the clients to get to the end of the day or the end of the week even exhaustion, physical exhaustion as well, and just a lack of care. You know, you you might start doing things that you 12 months ago wouldn't have ever done, like not returning people's calls or not writing back to people's DMs that are wanting to actually book in with you for your services in your business. And that's definitely burnout when you you're overworked, you've been going hard for a little bit too long, you really need a holiday and you are not really caring about your biz anymore, which it's it's not fun. It's not fun when your business is not fun anymore and it's definitely not something that I uh, want for anyone because, yeah, we, we've all started our businesses, you know, to do something amazing or start something amazing. I know I wanted more when I started my business. I knew that working for someone else just didn't cut it for me. I didn't really think in the beginning that I wanted to grow an empire, but certainly a few months in, I decided that 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 was what I was going to do. But it can be pretty horrible if you set out on that journey uh, with massive hopes and dreams and, you know, 12 months in or eight months, uh, 18 months in, you just are so burnt out that you want to throw the towel in. You don't, you don't want to do it anymore. And it happens so, so, so often. Uh, but if you are feeling like you're approaching that place of burnout, it is probably a really, really good time to consider bringing somebody on board that can help you out and start, you know, taking away some of those hard tasks for you or, you know, 
at least let you have some time off here and there. Um, maybe not in the beginning, but sometimes just that light at the end of the tunnel, um, knowing that maybe in six months when your new staff member is, you know, up and running and can do everything on their own and you trust them enough to leave their business, leave your business with them. Um, sometimes that little light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that you can have a little bit of a holiday or some time off is enough to get you through. So definitely if you're feeling that way, I would have a serious think about growing a team before throwing the towel in, especially if, you know, you were feeling quite differently when you started your business and, you know, you have really, really big hopes and dreams. So even though you might have a lot of scary thoughts around hiring and you might have a lot of people like those well-meaning friends and relatives that always want to put their two cents worth in, you know, I prefer to not focus on the negative things that might happen uh, when you hire staff. Like I said earlier in this episode, my experience in being an employer over the last eight years has largely been a positive one. Yes, I've had some crappy things happen, but it's definitely the minority. I have met some amazing people and made some, I feel, lifelong friends now uh, with a lot of my staff. And a lot of my staff over the years, you know, they've left because they've moved away or they've changed careers or something like that. And, you know, I still keep in contact with them and they're amazing people. So, you know, it's not all bad. If I could change anything, I would 100% do everything over again. I might have been a better manager from the get-go if I was going to change anything, but I definitely maybe would have hired a little bit earlier or maybe even taken the leap to hire as soon as I actually went into my commercial space because really thinking back when I was at home, working from home, seeing clients from home in the spare room of my house, I was pretty much at capacity already client-wise. So I don't know, I guess at the time just going into a commercial space was a massive enough leap. <laughs> uh, so it would have been crazy scary to think about hiring someone someone then, uh, but looking back, maybe I should have. But yeah, it's really important to think about, you know, what will happen to your business if you don't take the leap and hire. You know, instead of focusing on the negative, I can tell you now that <laughs> most of most of the stuff that would happen if you don't hire is largely not good. Unless you are really, really good with your boundaries, you can say no to people and you don't have a problem with increasing your prices every couple of months because really that's the only way you can grow if you remain solo. You will need to put your prices up as you become booked out and have a long waiting list. The only way you're going to grow is if you keep putting your prices up or you, you're able to sell lots and lots of retail or add other income streams. But if you are just wanting to stick with providing beauty services, yeah, that's pretty much the only other avenue for growth other than hiring a team. And I am a massive advocate of hiring a team, if you couldn't already guess. If you are needing help with deciding 
on whether it's the right time for you to hire or if you need someone to help you throughout the process, please feel free to send me a DM. I can have a chat to you about my business growth coaching programs or my group coaching program, Salon Goals. I'll be running this again in February of 2023. We're right in the middle of uh, the current program, but I'll be starting again in February. And we go over everything to do with business growth in the 12-week program. So if you're wanting more information or you want to jump on the wait list for the next round or just chat about one-on-one business growth coaching, please send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And that is all I've got for you today. I will see you all online soon.